0: I'm Sally Kirkman, and I'm here with Christina Rodenbeck, and we're here in our regular podcasts, Astrology Talk Investigate. And this month, our question is, can you spot a swindler? How can astrology help? What do we think, Christina?
1: Well, we decided that we'd look at the chart of Charles Ponzi, who is, you know, the, the idea of a Ponzi scheme is named after Charles Ponzi. Well, I've, just, I've just read his full name, which is Carlo Pietro Giovanni Guillemo Tebaldo Ponzi. He born the 3rd of March, 1882, in Lugo, Italy, but he Emigrated to the United States, and he ripped people off by the age-old method of <laughs> of taking their money, saying that he was going to invest it, and then using that money to pay people who had previously invested. So it's a Ponzi scheme,s like a, a a it's a it's a it's a nonsense swindle, basically.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pyramid scheme, we also know them as, don't we? I mean, you know, it is this. Collecting money and then you pay it with the returns of other investors and and it can quickly spiral out of control, can't it? Um, Because suddenly there's no money left in the pot to pay more and more investors coming in and it all goes badly wrong. I mean, he was quite a character, Charles Ponsy. I mean, he did three stints in prison, bless him. (laughs) Not that successful, maybe, or, you know, it depends, depends how you define success. Should we have a look at his chart, Christina?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he really, really promised the world as well, which I think is interesting. I mean, he ch- promises massive profits. Mm. We'll find the numbers in a minute. Let me just get the, um, let me get Charles Ponzi. Uh, well,
0: just to say, when I looked into it, it was this was sort of in the 19... 19- 10, 19, 1920s is, is when the big scheme collapses. Um, and he's dealing with 8 million. You know, 8 million is a lot back in the day, huh? 30,000 investors in seven months.
1: Yeah. Well, he promised yeah. 50% profit within 45 days or a 100% profit within 90 days. Wow. Actually, I don't think you need astrology to tell you <laughs> there's something wrong with those numbers. So when someone's promising you that kind of return, you may want a question and then have a look at their chart. Mm. What do you think of Ponzi's chart as a sort of swindler's chart?
0: <laughs> well, I have to say straight away, lovely that he's a Pisces. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> no, simple. Sun Pisces. Pisces is ruled by Neptune. Neptune is the the planet of illusion. <laughs> he's like a uh, magician. Dreams. Um you know, and it is in in astrology it is the planet that's often associated with kind of scams, betrayals. If you have um a Neptune aspect in your own chart, you need to be a little bit wary. Are you gullible you know or or do you believe everything you hear without checking out the facts um it kind of works both ways, doesn't it with Neptune? so I mean straight away a Pisces, but then look at Neptune in his chart, those of you who are on YouTube. Neptune on the descendant—the point in the chart that you know is about other people. Um, So, I mean, straight away, this this is this
1: is interesting for a swindler, isn't it? Yeah, he knew how to target the right people. I mean, it seems to me clear. First of all, Scorpio rising—he's ruthless. Um, There's a ruthless streak usually in Scorpio rising, Um, and quite and very focused on money. Right? Because it's the money axis is Scorpio Taurus. And he has a massive stellium in Taurus on the descendant. And that's the people he's looking for is people with money and who are vulnerable and gullible, which and you can see that with the Neptune, Chiron, Jupiter conjunction there, right on the descendant. Chiron's on the descendant. This is vulnerable people. It's interesting. You Know you often see that in people who are really kind, actually, that mm-hmm. covering on the descendant because they look after vulnerable people. But in his case, he's looking for vulnerable, wealthy Jupiter, mm. uh, Jupiter and Taurus, vulnerable, wealthy individuals, um, who have the that Neptunian confusion. Yeah. Um, and he's he's really, um, the, the focus in Taurus is really interesting, isn't it? Because Taurus is a wonderful sign, but it can be greedy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, to give him, you know, the benefit of the doubt, <laughs> maybe, which perhaps I shouldn't say he was arrested and put in prison three times. But, you know, maybe with Jupiter, the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction on the descendant, he had great dreams for people. Maybe there was, Maybe there was a part of him that thought, you know, this this is how we can all get rich and you know, we can all become millionaires. Maybe there was a something genuine there. Or maybe he was just deluded about what he was doing. Um, you know. You he know. might have been
1: deluded. He was obviously extremely charming. Uh yeah. with, with the Sun Venus conjunction in Pisces. Yeah. And the, you know, the uh the um Jupiter Neptune conjunction. Uh, it's interesting. I mean, this chart, we think it's got quite a good rating, hasn't it? Um, it the, the birth time, which would give him the moon in Virgo, um, which is an interesting thing for a con person, not necessarily what I would expect, the moon in Virgo. I would have thought that would make him rather a warrior. Hmm. Mm. Um. But again, maybe very charming because it's in the 10th house, you know, kind of popular.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's the it's the people as well, isn't it? You know, this I I suspect maybe he started off wanting to be of service, you know, wanting to serve people, but he just hasn't got a clue. And he does it in a deluded way. Um, I mean, there's, you know, that Scorpio rising, Mars in Cancer in the 8th. And all that Taurus I mean is there a side of him that is is greedy mm. um and is it is the motivation money I mean very possible you know
1: for himself he, he lived a life of great luxury when he wasn't doing time um so he'd like to sort of spend it mm. um, which mm. is also interesting. Um, You know, yeah, I think that he loved luxury. He loved bling. He loved the, you know, and I, I think that's also this uh, ostentatious um, Leo on the MC. And it's interesting to me that that makes a conjunction with Lilith, which is sometimes shows us where we're completely out of control, you know, mm. or what we become famous for. And of course, he became famous for a Lilith thing, which is like ripping people off, you know, yeah not playing, but Lilith does not play by the rules. Well, he didn't play by the rules. Yeah. And that's what, you know, what he was famous for. Um, I'm just sort of wondering, I don't know enough about him to know whether, it, you know, whether it was men or women that he ripped off more.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I have a feeling it was, you know, probably both or anyone, <laughs> any anyone who'd buy into his schemes. Um, but I don't know that. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Um, he died in prop poverty.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and he wrote his autobiography, didn't he? Which is another reason that we kind of know about him. Mm, mm.
0: Um, yeah. And it's interesting giving his name to the scheme as well, isn't it? I mean, why do we see that he gives his name to the scheme? Yeah. Because the they're still, I mean, that's still what we we call them um, Ponzi schemes, these, these pyramid schemes. It's, you know, this, he has got loaded angles, hasn't he? He's got, he's got the, as you say, the moon Lilith up at the peak of the chart Um, and then opposite Mercury on the IC. So it may be something to do with that opposition. That's about, you know, the, the power of the name, um,
1: yeah. It's, that's interesting. The eponymous, you know, the thing that's named after you, what is named after you? What are you known for? And I do think that's a very little thing to be known for is being a rip-off artist. Mm. Um, I think this also tells us something about him as this sort of Piscean illusionist, which is what he said um, to an American reporter. He, he died in Rio having, you know, Rio de Janeiro, having kind of gone there and he died in poverty but he did give an interview before he died. Um, and he, this is what he says about the people that he um, ripped off.
0: Mm-hmm. Even
1: if they never got anything for it, it was cheap at that price. Without malice or forethought, I had given them the best show that was ever staged in their territory since the landing of the Pilgrims. It was easily worth 15 million bucks to watch me put the thing over. Ah! Really? I, yes. I, I, that person has got a massive ego actually. massive ego and very delusional <laughs> very delusional and i think that that and i'm looking at that um sun in pisces making a beautiful sextile to neptune in taurus mm-hmm. um you know neptune as we know is the planet of evolution i mean he should have been making movies or something you mm-hmm. know not, dealing with finance. Mm. Um, but then because it's on the Taurus-Scorpio a- axis, he just cut out the whole movies and having to be creative thing or having to do, you know, he put his poured his creativity into these stupid financial schemes.
0: Yeah. 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 And I did notice as well, when he was um, arrested for the big one in 1920, the nodes were in Scorpio-Taurus across his ascendant-descendant axis and triggering his Jupiter, Chiron, Neptune conjunction, also Saturn pulled in there as well, and Pluto. Loads in Taurus. I mean, it's a stellium in Taurus, so it's kind of the nodes brought the downfall, um,
1: as as they triggered his ascendant, descendant, and they've triggered Chiron. And Chiron can also be your Achilles heel, literally. It's like what you get caught by. Right. Mm. I mean, we often think of Chiron as pain and the wounded healer and all that. It's also like the kind of it's the crack where mm. the light gets in if we're kind of being all spiritual and stuff, but it's the crack where you get caught and yes. he's caught by the those caught by the nodes. And also he's caught by his own delusions of grandeur, which is the, that Neptune, Jupiter on either side of his descendant, you know, oh. got these mm. grand schemes. He must have been a huge talker, you know, mm. explaining them to me. Um But where is the, I mean, we can't really locate morality in a person's chart necessarily. Um, And there's nothing particularly kind of immoral here. I mean, I would say that Lilith puts us outside the bounds of normal rules. Mm -hmm. I'm really fascinated by his Mercury retrograde in Aquarius on the IC. And I'm just wondering what on earth is going on with that?
0: Mm.
1: Mm. Um, maybe it's just fiddling numbers, you know, doing numbers backwards uh, because it's quite a numbery place to have it. You know, Mercury and Aquarius can be pretty good at math.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's square all the stuff in in Taurus as well, isn't it? I mean, yeah. very kind of caught in. You know, I don't know. I don't know his his background enough, but maybe it's kind of a way out of a background that you know he wants to change as well. Um,
1: He's know, escaping.
0: Yeah, yeah. He doesn't want to. You know, he wants to escape the sort of um, the past in some way. Maybe because there wasn't money in his life, or there wasn't kind of these big dreams that that he obviously has. Um, so it may it may be linked to his past. I don't know enough about him to to kind of affirm that in a way um yeah, interesting, so I mean this is kind of <laughs> can you i mean he has the class a classic swindlers chart yeah, i mean really classic. does so you know this, th- these are good points if you if you want to find out if someone's a swindler, take a look at the chart, see in particular what Neptune is doing, I would say. Um, and know yourself. If you've got kind of Neptune in a hard aspect in your chart, you may, particularly when it, you know, it links into the moon and Venus, I find also sometimes the sun, you know, are you are you a person who can be kind of swayed or seduced or believe, you know, sort of these big dreams, whether it's to do with love or money, actually, with Neptune? Um you know and just be a little bit wary of that kind of come back to the sort of facts of a situation it can be really helpful i think astrology um in helping guide you
1: mm. yeah i agree with that i'm just also thinking one of the things with scorp for people with scorpio rising is quite often they have sagittarius on the um cusp of the seven, second house of money Mm. Sagittarius there can he's got north node and Sagittarius too so this is like can be very kind of spaffing of money you know you make it you lose it you make it and you spend it with Sagittarius there it's uh, there's a retention problem with Sagittarius but but you can make a lot yeah. you know um and with again Jupiter and Taurus that you make a lot you make a lot and you spend it on yourself on your luxurious lifestyle um but I think that you so Scorpio people with Scorpio rising need to be aware of what their relationship is with money, actually. Mm. Because, yes.
0: mm.
1: Uh it can be quite tricky. It can be a tricky relationship. Yeah. So that's Charles Ponzi. I think we've said enough about him. Um next swind we'll do another swindler. Okay. We'll see if we they will. stack up. We can do yeah. we can do uh madoff or something next. Yep, absolutely. Made off. Okay.
0: I hope you found it interesting. See you next time.
1: Bye. Bye.